Checking in with Quincy City Council President, Councillor-at-Large Noel Devona for an update on the most recent City Council meeting. Hey, uh, Noel, how are you? Good morning, Joe. How are you? Doing okay. Uh, we're in March now, so uh, we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. Guess what? You know, we've got some daylight savings pushing some daylight in next week. And then we also, oh, this upcoming weekend, and then we have the following week, the first day of spring. How about that, Joe? That's something to look forward to for sure. <laughs> Doesn't mean it won't snow anymore, but it, it's true. something to look forward it's to. True. But if it snows, <laughs> it'll melt right away because, you know, the, the you know obviously the tilt of the axis of the earth. And then the uh, on top of that, you got the sunlight, you know, out there more towards the day. So it is going to get warmer. Hopefully we get back um, walking the um, getting the steps in every day. Yeah, we look forward to talking to you while you're having your morning constitutional snow. <laughs> <laughs> Makes us all feel a little more healthy. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, how'd the meeting go last night? It was um, it was a light agenda again, but we obviously had an ordinance meeting, which um, uh, Councillor uh, and, and Chairperson of the Ordinance, McCarthy, um, we did the approval of the locations for the solar energy implement, implement, implementation on public properties. Um, you know, some... Nine, 10 years ago, I was on the school committee and we originally had almost all the schools put the, you know, on the roofs, um, we had the solar energy, you know, um, which was fantastic. Um, as time gone along, we, we obviously have gotten to a stage where we're trying to do all the schools. Um, I had asked uh, Shelly Dean, who's, um, who was in charge of this particular item. And I says, what schools out there that we don't have? She goes, just the ones that we can't get onto the roofs to redo the, the roofs. Um, obviously there's a little bit more life on those roofs. And when you, when you put these solar panels up on these roofs, you want to do it right after you um, um, redo the roof, put the new shingles on. Um, and some of the like point Webster right now has a little bit more longevity of life um, for the roofs. So that particular school is not in this, uh, in this order, but um, this completes almost all the, all the, um, you know, all the schools that we have in Quincy Public Schools throughout the city. Um, it's also included the animal shelter. Um, it's not a it's not a full scale uh, situation where we're going to move forward with every location, but it gives authorization to allow it to have the solar energy um, uh, implementation at the at these locations. Um, the particular item at the animal shelter, um, because this cannot be up on the roofs, because there's going to be um, like like landscape up on those roofs, we're looking to use an extra solar panel on the on the on the ground. Um, this is not a done deal. It's just something they're going to look at and, and see if they can do it. Shelly Dean did a great job with finding an area by the animal shelter that has no implementation of of taking out trees or cutting down trees. Uh, the Quincy Tree Alliance had, had raised some concern about you know taking down trees to put these solar panels in on the ground. Um, some folks are not all in favor of ground, but, you know, in particular, we're going to look into it. Um, it's not a done situation, but we're, we're going to look forward to, um, you know, taking a, a, an assessment of the, of the grounds over there at the animal shelter and see if we can do it. Obviously, as we move into new items, um, new buildings, new structures throughout the city, uh, we, we want to continue to go into a, um, a, a net zero um, situation where it's all electric. Um, if we can implement it in those particular areas, we're trying to move into the more of the green energy, green and, and doing it in that aspect of it. So it's, it's a proactive approach and we'll see how we get to when we get to it. 
Okay, so the, the solar panels would provide electricity for those particular buildings that they're on? Those particular buildings that they would be on. And if it, you can't do it on the top of the roofs of the structure, uh, we're looking to, to find areas uh, that don't knock a lot of trees down and cut trees down and do them on the ground. Okay. And they'll be, it looks pretty good. She, felt, she found a great area on the animal shelter that doesn't have, it's, it's basically just ground. Um, it's not a whole bunch of trees that you're going to eliminate. So she did find an area. We'll look into it when we get to the time of, of, of putting the possible uh, assessment of the land. We'll figure out whether we can do it there or not. And is the uh, the funding for the systems already all approved, Noel, or does that still have to happen? That looks like it has to go into, into uh, allowing this into each structure. Um, it didn't go through the finance, so that is a very good question. Um, it's an ordinance to allow the next step of allowing the implementations I believe that if the funding has to come in, it may come in through another order. Okay. All right. So just inching along in that process then. Yes. Okay. And it looks like the uh, city's political calendar was on the agenda too. Yes. And that, that is an interesting area. And, and the reason being is obviously we know every 10 years we have this implementation of the new consensus and this particular redistricting uh, throughout the city of Quincy, which which you have to understand is is by population. Each ward, each precinct has to be set up with it has a proper amount of 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 of, of population. Obviously, the city's grown over the last ten years. We probably were at about ninety two thousand. Now we're at you know one hundred and one thousand folks. Probably building up even more. Um, it's it's grown almost nine thousand folks. So we have to redistrict everything. And in that process, um, some of the lines moved around in the city. Uh, some of the polling places, but it relates to we also have no school on on election day now. So, um, Madam Clerk, City Clerk uh, Nicole Crispo has moved a lot of our polling places into the schools, which I think is a great idea because the kids will not be in the schools. So it's a great way um, knocking down the funding for these locations. We've used a lot of churches over the years and and different senior housing buildings, and it's just a little bit more easier to get in and out of these schools on election day. Um, to be honest with you, I looked at the list and it's going to change. You know, we have 31 precincts because 51A is an extra one. Each, each, each ward has five precincts. This is going to change 15 out of the 31 precincts throughout the city, which means half of the city will possibly be going to a different, different um, polling place when they vote. Now, if you have problems voting um, a particular place, it's going to be close in close proximity of the location that it previously was at. But Madam Clerk had a great thing. She said, you can do early voting or you can vote in person up at City Hall and these other locations that we have leading up to the election. So we have a, a variety of different avenues, but I did say to her that, you know, some people are so, it's like um, the first reaction is to go to the polling place that they were at for the last 10 years, 20 years. They're gonna have to understand that the, some of the polling places are gonna be at different places. So. What I did last night is, is I made sure that I talked about each polling place um, and where they're going to be located. And if we can get the word out now that these polling places will be changed. Um, I know she's going to do a big mailing in August um, and, 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 you know, maybe the Patriot Ledger and the, and the Quincy Sun and QA TV can help out with getting the word out there that your new location, you can have a half of the city will have a new location and it'll be in close proximity to the previous location. Um, so, for instance, St. Thomas Aquinas Hall in, in, in Howes Neck is now going to be moved to Atherton Howe Elementary School, which is 
right in the vicinity of, of that area. Um, you know, uh, Lincoln, uh, like, you know, some of the locations like Lincoln Hancock might be going to Southwest Middle School. That'll be a new location that we're going to use. Um, and throughout the city, there's a lot of different alterations, like the uh, Thomas, Cor uh, Thomas Crane Public Library is now going to be moved to Quincy High School. Um, so you, you're just going to have to understand when the lists come out is, is, is and the mailing will help. But as you know, you know, if it's over the summer in August, some people, you know, looking at their mail, they might be on vacation. So if we can get the word out now from QATV and Quincy Sun and, and, and Patriot Ledger that these locations will change and to be on the lookout for where those new locations will be. Oh, we'll certainly help out here. Um, I'll get in touch with the city clerk and I'm sure she'll provide me with all the information so we can put it up for folks uh, to see. Um, but the, I mean, the, the message is, uh, you know, when it comes time to vote, just really figure out where you vote before you head out. Yes, it's it's it's, it's getting through the kinks in the first election. Yes, this will be a first time where you have all these new polling places. But once you get used to it and, and if you get redistricted into a different precinct or a particular ward or even, you know, you might move. Um, you'll you'll understand in the next election. Also, the second thing that was on there is the adoption of the 2023 political calendar. And on that, to, to, to make it a word, just to let folks know out there, is there will not be a September preliminary election. It's actually August 29th. So just to, just to get it out there and let folks know, if it, has it ever been in August? I don't think so, but I have seen it on September 1st. A few years ago, they had it on September 1st. It was before Labor Day. Um, you always, you know, have to tether around Labor Day and in the, also the Jewish holidays. So um, they we, we voted on it last night. It was put in by Madam Clerk um, that August 29th, if when and if there is a preliminary election, it'll be in the month of August. So that's another thing that, you know, if, if there is a preliminary election, obviously in each ward, if there's more than three people, three people or more in, in particular wards, or if there's seven or more in the at-large or school committee race, you'll have a preliminary election. Yeah, so uh, another thing to watch out for, for sure. And uh, we'll get the word out for you with that, for that as well, starting uh, starting right now. And, and I appreciate it, Joe. I really do. And uh, I, I made it a note, we had such a light agenda that I talked about these items. I think they're very important for the city. You, if there's one thing that you don't want to do, you don't want to take the ability for people to vote. You don't want voter suppression. And, and, you know, a lot of people say in these, these local elections, why isn't, why is it so low of a turnout and you want to make it um, as flexible and, and, and more convenient for folks to get out. And if the one thing that is in a lot of folks just want to do in-person voting, if you don't want to take away the ability of having a place that's actually close proximity to their, their house and where they live in that particular precinct slash ward. So we want to make it as, um, as easiest as possible for, especially the, the people that want to vote in person, the traditional way of voting. Yeah. Will there be uh, mail-in voting at all for the, uh, for the election? This there year? will be as long as now that I've talked to Madam Clerk about this over the last three years since the COVID, you can request one for any reason. Before it was, you had to get an absentee voter um, based on if you were going to be out of the state or you're going to be on vacation or there's a medical situation. Now there's no excuse. You can actually request a ballot and the ballot will be mailed out to you. You can do, there's a lot of different ways of requesting it. I believe you can do it online. Um, you know, you can call the city clerk's office and they'll mail one out to you, but there's not going to be like a few years ago where they'll mail the entire city asking you if you want the ballot. It's not going to be set up like that. We, we did that in a heavy, heavy COVID days, uh, three years ago, two years ago, but, um, I don't know how the state's going to do theirs, but 
the local elections are are, are going to be set up that way. Okay, so yeah, there's you're, you're avenues. You're more proactive, basically, and and uh, a little bit more proactive on the mailing. If you want a, a ballot mailed out to you, you can just request it. Okay, very good. And I know that was all that was on the agenda. And I know you're pressed for time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate everything, and I wish in the weather gets better for everybody, and uh, we can save on that snow and ice budget, and um, we can get into spring and, and daylight savings. Yes, we look forward to that. When's your next meeting, Noel? We have it uh, March 20th, which will be two weeks from yesterday, last night. Okay, so will I touch base on the 21st, the first day of spring? Sure will. Here we go, Joe. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Noel. Thank you so much. Have a good day, Joe. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye.